0: After life-changing events in Afghanistan, Rooster has returned home. Let's look in and see how Rooster's doing. Jeremy, you leave the third group therapy session. Now, this is the third group that you've tried. They just don't seem to get it. But, you know, there's quite a few others in the area, you know, for disabled veterans, all with different reasons and different backgrounds. You just didn't click with these folks. Some of them seemed to play the victim a little bit more. Others weren't coming to grips. And uh, the second group, the ones with the horses, yeah, you really didn't get on with the horses all that much.
1: Yeah, I'm not so good at taking care of animals and things that are bigger than me. That takes, I don't know, I, I failed high school horse things.
0: You've got a list, though, of different groups there, and some of them seem interesting. One is dealing with retired whippets and race dogs. Another is dealing with other types of, uh, you know, disabled veteran groups. So there's a chance it'll work out. Just gotta find the right one. That's what, that's what your therapist says though, right? Yeah, I'm just
1: sticking with that and hoping it turns out, cause I need something and it's
0: not working so far. You've gotten used to driving it actually happened pretty quickly your adjustment to the driving you realized having a you know a turn knob was easy to install to help you out but uh you're you're okay good thing that your your truck's an, this truck's an automatic yeah
1: having to use an extra hand for the shifting would be a little
0: bit more difficult the drive home through traffic isn't that bad it's pretty normal the weather's beautiful, you know, because it's what? It's sandals and jeans jeans weather. That's what Jeremy says it is all the time, right?
1: Eh, hiking boots, but jeans and t-shirt year-round.
0: You pull into the parking lot for the house, and you realize that you've got to pick up the mail. Elena's uh, vehicle is already there, and uh, you can stop by the mailbox on your way back to the house.
1: I go over there and fumble for a bit, because put the keys in the wrong pocket, and have to move things around to get to it
0: open up the box there's quite a bit of mail here quite a few envelopes you see some from the VA you see some from an assistance group you see one from your gym you see Costco use I mean all the normal stuff that's that you normally get it's typical mail day well what you've had lately has been a typical mail day so this isn't a typical mail day Well, you you see that there are more letters from insurance companies and the assistance companies that you put in for. Hey, these are all going to be good things, because they're all supposed to help you out, right? That's what they say. I'm still hoping they will. March yourself upstairs. You've got a handful of mail, and you look at the door.
1: Yeah, um, let's try sticking it in my left armpit and holding it there and that's uh, most of it on the floor okay we'll open the door first and then pick it up Oh, hey
0: honey you're home yeah hey Lena I'm picking up the mail again be right there okay how was uh, how was therapy
1: um you know there's a group out there that's gonna work I know there's a group that's gonna work this isn't it but that's all right I agree. I'm with you hundred percent
0: on this. Um, I'm just finishing up on some, some food. Um, you want to go through the mail and, and see what's there? Uh, sure. Yeah. I'll, um,
1: yeah, I'll take care of it once I figure out how to open
0: an envelope. You see your K bar on the kitchen table. Well, that'll open an envelope. The first one you open is from the insurance company from Breckenridge. Right cuz
1: Breckenridge Insurance shouldn't have run out yet that's still working even
0: though they sacked me Denied your coverage expired on the 30th of last month
1: Um no it was supposed to go through next month That's what they said okay Um no I'll take care of this I'll I'll just have to um call HR and take care and figure out what's going on the next one you see is from the prosthetics company. Right, yeah. Def this okay. Definitely need this one to go well. Open it up.
0: Due to your current backlog, as well as your insurance expiring, you are denied the initial offering of the durable medical device. In other words, you're denied the prosthetic at this moment. You are eligible to appeal. <sighs> Okay. Um, well,
1: luckily, I was able to use my insurance before I got sacked to get the extra surgeries to get my stump ready for prosthetics. So that's good. I just need to call Breckenridge HR, get that settled, and then figure this one out.
0: Got it. The next one is a medical assistance group. This is for folks that are low-income Sadly, you've made too much money in the last year, you do not qualify for the assistance. You can appeal, though, if your process has changed, but at the moment in time, they cannot provide you any assistance with your medication, or the assistance with the cost of prosthetics. Oh,
1: okay, I'll… um.
0: The insurance is still the biggest one, I'll get to this, I'll put this one on the list next one is your therapy bill from your actual therapist right now because your insurance has been canceled you are responsible for 100% of this but you can submit it to the VA and they may be able to reimburse you we cannot set up a new appointment until your balance is paid from the last two months okay
1: um yeah, this one's probably an important thing to take care of. Uh, not going to the VA, because, you know, they're just going to screw me over again, especially after everything else
0: that happened in the past there. So, um, yeah, what's, what's next? Your Costco membership is up for renewal. It expired last month. And then you receive a flyer. Hey... We did not receive your payment from your gym membership. It has been currently suspended until we receive past payments for the last two months, plus a reinstatement fee, and the next six months in advance. Okay. I can, um...
1: I can do lifting at home. I've got lots of easy exercises for PT. I can take care of that. Let's, um... Yeah, I'll I'll put that on the the later list
0: once I find a job. Elena comes by and puts down a bowl of soup. Looks like it's a fine bowl of ramen. She puts down the spoon and the chopsticks for you, and then she looks and sees that you can't use the spoon and chopsticks at the same time. I'm I'm so sorry, honey. Um, uh, no, it's it's that's fine. It it is what it is. Uh,
1: um I'll I'll just cut up the noodle so I can uh use the spoon. I'll manage. Are you sure? Yeah. Nope. Thank thanks for making the dinner. I, I appreciate it. I love you. Love you, babe. I'm just gonna Sorry, it it's a rough one. I'm gonna I'm just gonna decompress a little bit.
0: Okay. Alright. I'll go get you a beer.
1: Thanks. You're you're the best. Night. Head over to the couch, pick up the Xbox controller because shooting zombies always helps, and turn it on and realize I can't use the movement stick or the left bumper. And that's when I would hold my head in my hands, except
0: I only have one anymore. All right, Ben, so for the mechanics of this scene, for this interlude, because you've been going to the doctor so much and you've had the surgery and whatnot, you mentioned that you wanted to go up in medicine when we last talked. Is that right?
1: Yeah, he's already got quite a bit of first aid, and I don't think this would be under first aid, so medicine makes the most sense.
0: All right, go ahead and give me a test of that skill. Anything out of zero fails. Anything out of zero fails, but go ahead and give me a roll, because if you roll a critical... 32, 32, not a critical. So with, you're going to go ahead and roll a 1d10 for me. Seven. So your medicine has increased by seven points. It is now a seven. Now let's see how Rowan is going to unwind. Sam, you find a new bar nearby that sounds like it might be pretty fun. It's a bar arcade or arcade bar. On the outside, you see that there are video game characters painted as murals on the outside and there are steps that lead down into the main bar area, so it's almost subterranean. You hear the sounds of pinball machines and people in the background, as well as a little bit of music kind of playing. This might be your kind of place.
2: Yeah, I can feel some of the stress that I've been carrying the last few weeks starting to melt away at the sound of the old arcades. It takes me back to when I was a kid, going to Pizza Hut with my brothers after Book It and you know getting that perfect little personal size pan pizza and going and playing in the arcade.
0: As your those memories go through your mind, someone bumps into you and the smell of pizza assaults your nose. The pepperoni is a little spicier than the old school Pizza Hut one. This guy that stands about, you know, 5'11", 5'10", so a little bit taller than you, not much, but muscular. He's got a shirt with his sleeves cut off, but he's covered from neck to knuckles in tattoos.
2: Sorry about that, didn't mean to bump into you there.
0: looks down at you. Oh, sorry, my fault. Um, okay, I didn't spill any drinks. You good? I'm good.
2: No drinks were spilled. No no pizza was defiled.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. Not yet. And he picks up a piece of pizza and takes a bite of it. His, his head kind of cocks and looks at you and he smiles. And he kind of looks side eye toward a table where he's sitting and kind of never takes his eyes off of you as he walks and sits down. and He sits down with a couple other folks.
2: I'll note that. Does it look like he is there with anyone in a romantic setting?
0: No. All the people that are around, you see they're all fairly athletic. And there is a tiny gal that's there that's hopping on the back of a very large woman. She's like 6'2", 250. And uh, she's trying to carry like a backpack, but you see she's trying to lock in a rear naked choke.
2: Does it look like she's having difficulty because she doesn't quite know what she's doing
0: or are they just messing around? They're just messing around. Okay. They're roughhousing. Everybody else that's around is kind of just like looking around and, you know, enjoying things. But yeah, they're, you know, they're just roughhousing a little bit.
2: Okay. I don't want to go over there and martial arts-splain unless I actually see dangerous things happening.
0: No, no, clearly they are. You're actually quite surprised as you see the the little gal, uh, little blondie on the back, you know, she's got her her feet on the the hips where they should be. And you're pretty impressed with technique.
2: Impressed, but not surprised. Having done martial arts for as long as I have, it's always the little ones that I'm more scared of.
0: Damn right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna head over toward the bar and order a drink. Because of all of the brain shenanigans nonsense that I've been dealing with, I'm limiting myself to one. So, I'm going to look through the the menu and be like, "Yeah, this is definitely my place, I can tell." And I'll order a uh, a friends with benefits.
0: They show up with a bourbon and, you know, rye and mixed with some other kind of, you know, sugars and sweets and tarts. It's pretty tasty. Mr. Tattoos with the top knot is uh, back at your side again. Looks at you, looks down at that. Oof, that looks pretty, that looks mighty powerful.
2: Well, you know, when you when you only want to have one or two, you want to make sure it has the punch that, that you want.
0: Yep, only one or two? Eh, reasons. Oh, no, no, I, I wasn't asking. I was just making sure how much it's going to, you know, how much it would cost you, because these aren't cheap.
2: No, they're not cheap, but uh, quite tasty. Yeah. I'll give him the once over in very much that, hmm, you're pretty kind of
0: way. Looks down and smirks at you. Uh, I'm not trying to say that you should drink more or less, but don't don't have too too many.
2: I don't plan to. Good. I'm Sam. What's your name?
0: They call me Baz. 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 Nice to meet you. Short for Sebastian.
2: Okay. That was not what I expected.
0: What, I don't look like a Sebastian?
2: I associate Sebastian with being a very Shakespeare sort of name, so... No, I don't expect anyone in the modern age to be called that.
0: Well, let every man be a master of his own time, right? Better yet, let us make use of time and not let advantage slip. Because better chance if you've got two dice instead of just one. Any he winks at you, grabs his drink, you notice he's not drinking alcohol as he heads back toward the table. He cuts a very nice figure, walks with grace, but he walks like a warrior.
2: Does it look like the sort of walk that I expect from someone who has martial arts training?
0: Yes, as well as someone that has military background, but he doesn't touch any of the people that he walks by. He glides by each of them
2: and take a second and sip my drink again, making a decision, and then walk over toward that table.
0: The big gal looks over at you, and she smiles and nudges the, the cute little blondie. And the cute little blondie comes up. Hi. Hi. You want to come sit with us?
2: I would love to. That was a, some great technique that you had over there.
0: Thank you. Um. So, want to let you know, um, we're kind of a, we're, we like new people to come in, but, you know, we, we're kind of close together.
2: In the uh, martial arts training group type of sense, or military veterans, or both?
0: Ding, ding, ding. Cool. What's your name? I'm Sam. What's yours? Hi, Sam. I'm Della. Della, nice to meet you. Hey, guys, this is Sam. Everybody's like, hi.
2: Hello. Sorry, don't don't mean to intrude if I'm not.
0: Uh... No, more the merrier. Come on. Fantastic, thank you. Baz turns and and looks at you kind of last. Wow, come on over, we're having a good time.
2: Thank you. What's the wow for?
0: I didn't expect you to come over.
2: Well, you know, I'm out for a good time. You all seem like an interesting group.
0: That we are, yeah. So uh, what brings you to this uh, tiny little establishment of decadence and geekery?
2: Uh, the geekery part, mostly. I have not gotten my hands on a pinball
0: machine in far too long. They've got an Adam's Adam's Family machine over there as well as Return of the Jedi machine. Are you serious? Yeah. Excellent. Have you played the Adam's Family one?
2: Not since I was real little.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? Let's go. It looks like it's open. Come on. Move, 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 move. Make a hole. Going,
2: going, going.
0: <laughs> you head over to the machine, and he grabs the machine next to you and start playing, and you notice he. He gets kind of focused in on the game, but keeps an eye on you as well as everyone else. And he keeps looking back at the table.
2: Is there anything particular happening at the table when he glances back? Or is it just that trained keep an eye on your people instinct? That. Yeah. As much as I am relaxed and I still have, like it or not, the hypervigilance. So I've tracked every exit as we've walked past.
0: You notice he loses a couple balls and laughs about it and... Looks, oh, you're doing pretty good. You've got this thing down.
2: It has been so long that it's like riding a bike.
0: <laughs> uh, do you ride bikes much? Eh, I'm more of a runner. Yeah, you got that height thing going. You got a good stride.
2: I like to think so. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, do you like triangle chokes with your legs or do you like doing head and arm triangle chokes?
2: Depends. Depends on height and leverage and all the rest of it generally legs cuz my legs are stronger than my arms but
0: there's just something about some the way some people carry themselves yeah i could kind of tell you trained you're also not the typical tall gangly gal that just walks in here you're not some withering dove or some you know pretty thing just out well you might be hunting but not sure it
2: eh, depends on uh, depends on what's out there to hunt but i don't have a great deal of well patience for the normal
0: games just kind of like to, you know, get to it, cut all the nonsense, yeah?
2: To an extent.
0: Yeah. You know, because ain't no hunting. Ain't no killing what can't be killed. Ain't no hunting what, what is hunting. All right. So, yeah, that's a Predator 2 quote. Nobody saw that movie. Maybe like five of us.
2: Look at you pulling out all of the quotes. Yeah. Sophisticated fellow.
0: I try. I try to be well-rounded.
2: Experience does
0: that, doesn't it? It does. So, um, hang on reaches into his pocket, rolls a 20-sided dice on top of the Adams family. (laughs) It's a 20. What check did you just uh, critically succeed? I don't know, that's a private message to the GM. He looks up Mm -hmm. and around.
2: When he looks up and around, I'm not like actively reaching, but I will open up just a tiny bit, just to see if I can't pick up anything. Give me a power roll. Cool, 29 out of 55.
0: I hope this works.
2: Oh, look at him and be like, "Well, if it's uh, any kind of an opposed check, I'll need to know so that I can roll too." Although I can always choose to fail the check. That's fine too.
0: He breathes through his teeth. I can, unless you got your own dice, I'm not letting you touch mine yet.
2: Here, sure. dice are very important. Hang on, and I'll reach into my jacket pocket. Think for a second. Open the inside jacket pocket and pull out the d20 that I keep there
0: for luck. So I'm going to say I'm going to fail this check as well. Yeah. Um, Sam. Paz. What are you doing a little bit later on?
2: Look at him and like tip my glasses down just enough so that he can see my eyes. Tip them back up. Well, if, uh, if the dice gods are kind,
0: you... Wait, what? All right, Tiana, so this, we're gonna utilize the back to nature rules. So what that is, is, you know, it's not really a vacation, um, but it's really kind of extended time alone or mostly alone, but it's in an environment (laughs) that is physically active, but places- very much so. Few demands. We're gonna do this to to, uh, restore sanity and get a bit of normalcy back for you. Let's go ahead and give me a sanity roll.
2: Is this, I want to succeed this one. Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. Or do I want to, okay. Uh, 30 out of 66.
0: Excellent. So go ahead and roll 1d4. Three. Three. So add three to your sanity.
2: Appropriately enough, that brings me up to
0: 69. Nice.
3: (laughs) I didn't plan
1: that at all. That's wonderful.
0: It's time to go back to work for River. Let's see what's in store for him. Mike, you walk into the office after you've unpacked and saw Jen and Katie and spent a few days decompressing. The normal crew is there. Barbara is typing away. Doug is standing over the side of her cubicle staring at something. And Trevor is walking toward you with a mug in his hand. Morning, Trevor. Hey, man. How's it going? Oh, it's, it's okay. So I heard you went to, uh, to, uh, to Afghanistan. Oh, you, you heard about that, did you? Yeah, you were doing a, a rain thing, right? Yeah,
3: you, you think it's a desert, right? You think it doesn't rain there much. Well, it does.
0: Straight cap, no bus, and it was real? what i'm i'm uh did you did you find out what was going on like was it like were there carcinogens Were that there, was there pollution levels like the parts per 1000 was it all within like are we tolerances? um bit of uh
3: escape from a uh slag pond um we got it contained it's okay now
0: chuji 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 hey uh braden has got us signed up for something, so don't be surprised when you see like a bunch of emails. But it's good to have you back, man. Yeah, yeah,
3: thanks. Yeah, there's always a bunch of emails.
0: Yeah, you're right, but you know, man, I wish I could have went to Afghanistan. I would have been sick. All right, I got some work to do. I got to, you know what a pivot means, a pivot table? Oh, wait, there's Google. He wanders off, and you're not entirely sure what the hell that conversation was. It was a conversation, at least. Yeah, I'm never sure what Trevor's talking about. You head to your desk and boot up, and there are lots of messages, even though you haven't been away for a long time. And you go through and catch up with all of the important things. And there is one that Trevor was talking about, Braden, your boss, has set you up with a leadership class. They're having some people coming in from some fish company to talk about throwing fish at things and at employees. You're not entirely sure how that's going to make you a better leader, but you got to show up next week and hopefully you don't have a shellfish allergy. So you have to fill out a few, uh, a few waivers. Leadership class. They're not going to make me a
3: manager, are they? And what, what the hell is this with fish?
0: Oh, just, okay, as long as it's not magazines. Braden comes by and leans over your cubicle with a coffee mug in hand. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to do that. You know, I saw that movie and it's a classic. Ugh, it's what, 40 years old now? 30 years old now?
3: Um, yeah, I, I haven't, haven't gotten to many movies
0: lately uh would would have been a long time good to see you back uh yeah um mike how long do you think you'll need to uh to write up a report for what happened over in the uh when you were abroad oh um
3: i i uh already already done a little work on that um on the flight coming back um but i i need to i need to sort out some of the details and uh, make sure make sure everything's correct i'd like to have have a week
0: for it if that's if that's okay absolutely do you need any help do you want us to take care of uh cover any things that that might have uh, piled up for you we're a team here there's no i in team but there is meat I'll 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 have to see uh what's
3: on the queue uh see if i can i've got enough bandwidth for it
0: okay well delegate is necessary we're going to talk we're going to learn more about delegate when the when the fish guys come in what is who
3: are these fish guys?
0: It's a fish market up in the Pacific Northwest. Apparently, they've got some really good ideas about, you know, managerial styles and, and leadership and, and just, just interacting as a team. For a fish market? Yeah. It's, they've got a whole philosophy thing going on. Are they catering? Yes. Yes, they are.
3: Okay. Well, that's
0: something. Yep. Um, I do have to ask... Uh. He pulls up his phone. How much do you think that you could lift and carry in pounds? Do you think 40 pounds would be okay?
3: Um I I can certainly pick up 40 pounds. If you want me to like carry it for any long distance if it's in a backpack, sure, but in
0: my arms, uh, we'll see. All right. Do you have any compunctions about either throwing or catching a 20-plus pound fish in a uh, a safe or an enclosed environment? We'll provide the gloves and the aprons.
3: 20-pound fish? Is is it like a swordfish or something that, that might stab me?
0: Oh, I have to look into that. I don't think we're going to be throwing marlins. But that, yeah, that, whew, that would be some paperwork. Yeah,
3: I... That's a weird request, but, um...
0: I don't make up the rules. I just, I'm just i just reading them off. I'll, I'll give it a try. All right. I like that. Uh, Mike, that's what I always like about you. You always try, and you always bring such a good aura and vibe to this department. It's almost magical. I would swear you're a wizard. Um, thanks? You're welcome. He slaps the top of the cubicle. All right. Well, you get to work with that, and, uh, you know, hey, remember... If you got any questions, just certainly ask, and we'll send the, we'll delegate, and uh, we're gonna learn more about delegation, right? All right, man. You have a, you have a good day. It's good to have you back.
3: Right. Yeah. I'll I'll just get to uh, these emails here.
0: Do that. Um. Don't worry about lunch today. We're, um. I'm gonna order order some lunch uh, in celebration of having you back. Kebabs okay? Um. Sure. All right. Hey Trevor, how you doing? And Braden heads off to another part of the office.
3: This is going to be a complete waste of time, but I, I better get some
0: coffee and get to work. All right. So we are going to be increase your charisma by one. And with this, I'm not going to have you lose any of your uh, nothing with your bonds, because I, I don't think this is going to impact any of the bonds that you may have by doing so. And uh, we're going to simply add a plus one to your charisma to bump that back up. Does that sound like that would be okay? I'm okay with that. All right. So what's that bring our charisma up to after that horrific loss that you had earlier this season?
3: Well, that brings me up to a seven or the uh, times five, it would be
0: 35. All right. Not bad. Okay. Yes, it is. But that's okay. It will get better. Let's check in on Rooster. Rowan, you receive a text from Rooster. It's been a few months since you've heard from him. You're looking at only about a week out of Thanksgiving. The text says, I might need help.
2: I'll look at that and immediately text back, where are you? I can be on my way in a couple minutes.
0: You know that thing where it shows three dots where you're starting to type? It picks up for that and then ends. And there's no response after a few moments.
2: Okay, I'll give it a very agonizing 30 count. Before activating the various tracking means that I have available to me as a federal agent to find someone's cell phone, especially when I already have uh, planted tracking information in it.
0: You're able to track him to a street address in Vallejo. You set the address in the GPS. It is gonna take you an hour or so, depending on traffic, to make it to that address.
2: I am going to attempt to make it there in about 45 minutes without flipping lights on, but definitely making my way with great haste.
0: Traffic's on your side and you pull up to a dive bar. In the parking lot, you see a hunter green Toyota Tacoma tinted windows, and you see roosters leaning against the tinted window on the driver's side.
2: Having spent a great deal of time in the police force, I have a flash of all the worst possible outcomes of him leaning against the inside of his window, and have a momentary panic before forcing myself to catch my breath and walk over and knock twice hard on the window next to his head.
1: Yeah, what What the fuck? I t- uh, Hi, Jeremy. Uh, fuck. You aren't supposed to show up. I didn't expect you to show up.
2: Yeah, well, when I get that kind of a text message from you, uh, I show up.
1: I didn't tell you where I was.
2: Come on. You know what I can do.
1: I told you to stay the fuck out of my head.
2: I didn't go into your head, I went into your phone. God, what the
0: fuck? When you really look at Rooster, you see that he is no longer clean-shaven. He has a beard of, of a little bit of length, he's got dark rings under his eyes and bags for miles. Doesn't seem he's been taking care of himself very well. So, you
2: gonna open the door?
0: Yeah, it's it's unlocked.
2: Okay. now I'll walk around the truck and pull on the passenger door handle. It's locked. Uh this side's locked at least. Fuck just hold yeah, I'll just Thank
0: you. Now open it. A small waterfall of energy drink cans fall from the door. see that there might be a beer can or two in there but for the most part it's all energy drinks a lot of energy drinks
2: I'll look at that and then carefully step up into the cab try not to disturb the rest of them that are on the floor and close the door right what's going on
1: you bugged my phone
2: not in so many words
1: shouldn't have fucking sent the text. I didn't mean it had send.
2: Well, you did.
1: Yeah, more than you did. You just forgot I'm out here.
2: I didn't forget you're out here. I, I just don't talk to a lot of people outside of missions.
1: Mm, yeah. I, I... Except for, you know, when you want... Homemade lasagna and wine and stuff. I thought... No, I thought we were actually, like, I don't know, friends or something, but apparently you're just doing team stuff without me now. Not like I'm any use to you now anyway.
2: What do you mean, doing team stuff without you?
1: I mean, we haven't had anything to do in, like... For fucking forever
2: we haven't had anything in the dead drop there hasn't been a green triangle mission since the last one
1: right right that's, that's why I haven't heard from you right useless there useless out of there well that's bullshit it hurts what hurts What do you think fucking hurts?
2: There's a list of what it could possibly be. I'd love for you to narrow it down a bit.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, I'll narrow it down. The thing that I'm missing, the thing that would hurt. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's nothing that I can say about that. I have no idea what you're going through. I have no idea any of it. I, the best I can do is say, I'm sorry. And that's pretty
1: fucking useless. Yeah. They said that, uh... It's phantom pain. Phantom limb something. Guess what? It's not in my fucking head. It's a real thing. It's cause... The muscles weren't attached to the bone and sewn on, and so my muscles and nerves are all fucked up, and now I hurt when I don't have anything there to hurt. And, you know what? Alcohol doesn't help. Well, it helps,
2: but not enough. It usually doesn't do a very good job of that, no.
1: Yeah, apparently it's supposed to numb your nerves and shit, but not those.
2: It's hard to numb what isn't there, I guess.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go with that. I don't fucking know. I failed fucking high school amputation you know what i didn't fail apparently is grown-up cripple because i'm acing that one (sighs) gotta learn all kinds of new shit like like uh how to type on a computer with only one hand or uh the fact that i can't play video games you ever tried to open a fly with one hand I
2: mean, yes, but I don't have as much stuff in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, ever try and get yourself up off a chair and then fall over because you leaned the wrong direction?
2: No, I can't say as I have.
1: Yeah. You know, they said that, uh, they fix it with another surgery. And then, uh... And then the insurance went away. When did the insurance go away? Oh, it went away before the Breckenridge-Sufferance period said it went, You know, before the last surgery.
2: There's a... There's a few pieces I was missing in there. I didn't realize that you weren't at Breckenridge anymore.
1: Yeah, well, uh... They didn't find out about the ammo, because, uh, they know but couldn't stick anything. It's not because I'm a cripple, because that would go against California law. It's... Just, uh... What is it? What was... I don't remember the fucking business terms they use. Bad review quality shit. So yeah, there goes that and I uh, got got the second surgery covered with what I'd saved up not the last one not the prosthetic so I'm just a gimpy now
2: yeah that's a, it's kind of a hell of a lot I'm sorry I had no idea nope
1: we didn't have a mission
2: right well I haven't exactly been reaching out to a lot of people mission or no so, let's get you home. You're clearly not in a state to drive. No. <laughs> nope. Okay. Then we're going to leave your truck here, and I'm going to take you home, and we can sort the rest out in the morning.
1: Oh, just I'll just skip over. You can take this.
2: Eh, I feel better driving my own car. You get all pissy when you can't drive your
1: own Yeah, well, look what fucking happens when I don't.
2: Yeah, well, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot that even a very good driver could do when RPGs were coming in, and that is neither here nor there. Out. Let's go. And I'm going to open my passenger side door and step out, taking a second to scoop the cans back into the four well before closing the door. I've broken a few laws already today. I don't need to add littering to the list. (laughs) Fuck.
1: Fine, I... Oh, shit, fuck, I... Pow! God damn it. ground hurts. Yeah, apparently there's nothing to grab onto with that side. I'll close the, the... Well,
2: I'll activate the lock first, then close the passenger side door, walk around, look down at him. Your keys in your pocket or in the ignition?
1: <laughs> no, I. But- Put them in the car, then it's a DUI, so.
2: So are they in your pocket? If I lock the driver's side door and close it, are you going to be all right? Or are you going to be locked out of your car tomorrow? I got it. All right. I'm going to lock, close the door, and then crouch down next to him. You want a hand getting up?
1: Sure. I'd love a hand. I'm just
2: waiting for you to do the Buzz Lightyear thing one of these days.
1: <sighs> to Afghanistan and beyond. Get your ass up. Jeremy White, get your ass up. I'm, White,
2: up. I'm up, ass up, I'm up. Okay, I'm up. And I'm gonna gently march him toward my car, open the passenger side door, and uh, the car is shorter than his. So I'm going to do the the cop thing and put my hand on top of his head to make sure he doesn't whack his head on the way in.
0: That's so kind of you.
2: I'm in a charitable mood at the moment. Oh, look. Seatbelt. Useful thing, that. Keeps you from falling out of a car when you're drunk off your ass.
1: Yeah. And hard to lean over and do on the side. Yay. Pull it. Hand it to me. (laughs) Here. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I can't fucking do. You know, it's useless to yell at a drunk
2: person, but I'm really tempted right now. Now, click that in the seatbelt. And I will start up the car. I was listening to an A station on the way over because it seemed, it seemed the right mood for me at that moment. And uh, when I do, Johnny Cash's Hurt comes on.
1: Oh, you're playing my song, how you know I've had this on repeat?
2: Lucky guess on the radio DJ's part, I guess?
1: Yep. See if I could feel. Feeling a lot, and nothing. Make a left. It's- you go right, it'll take you the long way. I'm fine with the long way. Go left, just- no, just go that
0: way.
2: Fine. No, follow the direction.
0: His directions take you away from his apartment. You find yourselves at a self storage unit. You find yourselves at the green box.
2: No, pull over to the side of the road next to the gate and keep the car doors locked as I look at Rooster. Why are we here? Do we need to get something?
1: Uh, no, it's. Safe in there. there. there's a cot.
2: You're, you're not sleeping on a cot in the green box.
1: No, we're. Why not? It's what I do these days. Why do you do that? All my stuff's in there.
2: And why is all of your stuff in there?
1: Cause, cause that's where I sleep. <laughs> it's safer this way. Why is it safer this way? Because because it's just me there's no one to hurt what happened nothing <laughs> nothing happened nothing? no really nothing
2: happened so what almost happened
1: I was uh I was... Protecting Elena from the ravens. The fucking birds were after her. And then that motherfucker tried to... And I did... and, And I fell off the bed. And if I'd had a fucking arm that I wouldn't have, it... Would've... There's only one other person in the room to attack. So... It's safer this way. I can't hurt her. Because next time maybe I'll... Decide to swing with my other arm. So I came here.
2: Okay. Well, none of that is going to get solved tonight. But you are not sleeping on the cot in the green box. And with that I pull away from the curb and tap the GPS. Put it in my home address.
1: So... (laughs) I don't know where you're taking me because she's not there either. What happened? (laughs) There. She... I... Making sure she was safe was apparently the last straw and she didn't like that and now she's gone. She left and there's no missions. There's no job. And there's no arm. And there isn't enough booze.
2: Well... What there is, at least for the moment, is a couch in Sacramento. You're going to go there, you're going to sleep, and then we'll figure out what's going on in the morning when you're a little bit less, uh, schnockered. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly hungover, probably hungover, but... Schnock, it's a funny word. Isn't it? Relax, I'll get you somewhere safe.
0: Rooster rests his head against the passenger side window. It alarms you just a little bit because he hits it with a bit of a knock. A few moments later, you realize that he's snoring slightly.
2: I'll take it over scary silence.
0: Traffic is particularly heavy today and you make it back home a little bit more than an hour. You pull up in front of the rainbow house. The lights on Jonathan and Casey's side are off.
2: Take a second thinking about what he said and deciding that I don't particularly want my passenger side window broken out if he comes up swinging. Turn on the inside dome light, unlock the door, and open it, and then close it hard with a thud.
1: I think I, I think, yeah. Okay.
2: Are you awake? I never heard her. I know you didn't. I would never heard her. I know. That's why I left. I... save Safer. This way. What... I know. So I'm going to help you out. Let's get you inside. Go get some sleep. See what things look like in the morning.
1: Sleep. Yay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, I get it. I've got I've, I've got my own nightmares. I understand, but you uh, can't deal with them if you're too tired to focus. So, come on. I'll exit the car on my side, walk around, open it on, on his, already put in a handout to catch him in case he decides to do the falling thing again.
1: You no, know, I, I got it. I can walk. I just, I just don't know where to go.
2: You know where to go. You've been to my house before.
1: No, no, we, yeah, that's what I meant.
2: And we'll sort out anything else in the morning. Come on. Come on, you big lug. I can't carry you.
0: No, I'm... I'm going. Each footstep for Rooster seems as though that his boots are filled with lead and sand. Every movement you make feels heavy. Exhaustion is a real thing. You make it to the front door. Door unlocks as it normally does, and inside, it's the dim darkness of the Rowan Cave.
2: Watch your step. Don't stub your foot on anything.
0: Who did your door? They f-
1: fucking suck at this shit.
2: I think they did a good job. Come on. And I'll guide him over to the couch and help him sit down.
0: Rooster collapses onto the couch and slides from a seated position to half laying on the couch and half sitting on the couch. You're able to be a good friend, and you pick his feet up and make sure his boots aren't on the couch itself. They're hanging off just slightly. He's mumbling something to himself, but he's just exhausted. Sleep catches up, and it's not a restless sleep, but it's also not restful either. It's more like passing out because you had way too much to drink. The next morning, Rowan, he's still passed out on the couch. You do get up quite early, and you start some coffee. Rooster, you smell some quality coffee, and it stirs you a bit. Your eyes adjust to the light, and yeah, you're in Glasses' house. Fuck.
2: Good morning to you, too.
0: How's
2: your head? Uh,
1: Attached
2: That's a start And I'll walk over Holding two mugs of coffee Put one within reach of him On his right side And then sit down on the coffee table Cross-legged across from the couch And hold my mug in both hands
1: I shouldn't have called
2: Yeah, you should have And you know exactly why you did
1: Who else was I going to ask?
2: I'm sorry I haven't been around the last few months. I should have called and checked on you, and I was... ...lost enough in my own shit that I really haven't been checking on... ...anyone for months. And I should have, and I'm sorry.
1: You have a life, too.
2: Yeah. But that doesn't keep me from needing to check in on my people. And I didn't, and I'm sorry.
1: Nothing to check up on. Bullshit. Nothing worth checking up on.
2: Also bullshit. That's bullshit, Jeremy. You're one of mine, and I let you drop, and that is not something that I'm proud of.
1: Yeah, well... I don't... know how to ask for... I... I don't know how to ask for help, either.
2: It's hard to do. I get it. I'm not great at it myself.
1: I'm supposed to keep you all safe. Can't even do that anymore. Can't even keep myself safe.
2: When you went into the Marines, did you think that you were going to get out completely unscathed? Did you know that you were going to be walking into danger and death's door and facing down things that most people will never see in their lives? Did you think that you were going to walk through all of that completely unscathed? You were hurt in the line of duty. Whether that duty was Delta Green or the Marines, the missing limb doesn't much care.
1: No, but I I was... I would have died to protect you all.
2: And now you're going to have to live to protect us.
1: <laughs> can't protect you like this.
2: Bullshit. Shit. Can't shoot. Sh-
1: I can't shoot. I can't- What is
2: your marine motto? Look me in the face and tell me your marine motto.
1: It's too bright to look you in the face.
2: It is not. It is dim enough in here for my eyes. Which means that you're fucking around. What is your motto, Marine?
1: Improvise, adapt, and overcome.
2: You're in a shitty situation. Absolutely. This is not, by any stretch of the imagination, the first shitty situation that you have been in. And you have gotten through all of them. And this idea that you can't defend us because you're down an arm, that's garbage. And I think you know that it's garbage. But it's going to be hard. So are you going to give up? you going to throw in the towel because it got difficult?
1: Permission to speak freely?
2: No. No, you do not have permission to speak freely. You are not allowed to give up on me, Jeremy White. You're not. Would you let one of your squad mates roll over into the side of a ditch and just leave them there to die? Would you leave them there when they couldn't help themselves? You're allowed to answer.
1: I'd I'd carry them.
2: Yeah, because that's what a squad does. So yeah, it's going to be a bit of a journey getting you back on your feet. Okay, but it's not one that you have to do by yourself. I know you're bad at asking for help. Fine, I am too. I'm not waiting for you to ask now. I'm telling you that I'm going to help you, and we're going to figure this out
1: what do i do where do i go from here
2: that's a good place to start
1: i'm lost lt
2: these are uncharted waters and that's fucking terrifying and that's okay you can be scared you can be scared there's nothing wrong with that but what i won't allow is for you to let the fear disable you Because that, and she gestures at his arm, there's ways and ways and ways to deal with that. But what's happening between your ears? Nothing else matters if you can't get that under control.
1: Yeah, well, I failed high school ear control.
2: But you did not fail brain control. You wouldn't have become a Marine if you did. I know a little bit, a very tiny bit, about the kind of training that y'all go through. You would not have made it through that If you were weak-willed, if you didn't have the strength and the courage to keep pushing to get yourself back up when you fall down.
1: That isn't Starbucks, is it?
2: I don't drink Starbucks anymore, you know that. It's Death (laughs) Wish. It's the only thing strong enough these days.
1: Yeah, well... Hopefully I left that in Afghanistan.
2: I hope so. Because you got a hell of a lot of living yet to do. And there are more missions ahead. There always are. And we'll figure things out as we go. First step is going to be getting a hold of the VA, because while Breckenridge insurance might be out, uh, you're a veteran, honorably discharged and everything.
1: Uh, It's supposed to be dishonorable.
2: Well, then we'll use the filing error in your favor. If you need help navigating it, we can call Paul. Between Paul and Andrew, that's years of experience in the military medical system. They know what they're doing. They'll know all the little tricks to help you get what you need.
0: You're you're not going to...
1: You're not going to leave me behind, are you?
2: I am not. Never in life. You are still one of mine. You are still a member of our cell, Rooster.
0: Yes, ma'am. All right, Ben. So let's talk about the mechanics for that last scene. That was pretty heavy, but it seems like Rooster's clawing back. So We're going to try to increase sanity. Now, normally, increasing sanity would be going to therapy. And you are going to therapy-ish. Go ahead and give me a luck roll, please. Ooh. 26. All right. Excellent. So I want you to go ahead and roll 1d6 for me. I'm changing my, I'm going to add my rules in here for us. Instead of having increase by 1d4, we're going to have increase by 1d6 because you have had your lieutenant, your LT, the person that you respect, your leader, kind of give you a pretty good ash chewing, but in a good way. So give me 1d6 and let's see how much that increases your sanity by. Three. Three. All right. So not a, not a, a sharp stick in the eye. All right. Now, did you gain a mental disorder this last season? I did. I gained depression, which seemed the most appropriate. All right. Because that's appropriate, and I don't think that's been properly treated yet, we are not gonna utilize the cured rules for your depression. No, I agree. That's not fixed yet. That's not fixed. Um, and as someone that suffers from depression, um I know that that's hard. <laughs> so as someone else who suffers from that, I know
1: that if you can't make your own happy chemicals, store-bought is fine. PSA to everybody.
2: I'm Tiana Hansen and I play Rowan.
0: I'm Ben Sislowski and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voschkevich, the handler. Our story is based on the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. If you like our story, there are a few ways to support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons we offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons. Steven Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Tom Padula, M.S. Asnikar, Heather Nay, Jen Obertas, Jake Blair, Baum Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedeville, Sherrick Manning, Andrea of the Burbs, Red Dead Coquette, Blardamus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Kate, D.B., Eli the Kraut, and the entity known as George, If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to Agent Harker through the contact form there. The Redact reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Our intro and outro music this season is Three Ravens by Ed Randazzo and Brett Alexander. You can find more amazing music by them at www.edrandazomusic.com and www.brettalexanderonline.com. Join us next week... When reality melts around the pressures from beyond and entities with unspeakable names and burrowing thoughts dream at us. They wait for that moment to devour our puny, insignificant lives and replace us with drones and clones to control the rest of humanity.